Welcome to the NACA American Dream Program. Each week, we'll talk about how NACA is revolutionizing mortgage lending with the best mortgage in America. It's no down payment, no closing cost or fees, no PMI, no consideration of your credit score. And guess what? It's at a below market fixed rate. NACA is just relentless. This is the NACA way. Hey, hey, welcome back. Welcome back for another NACA's American Dream program where we are talking to you about what's going on with NACA and how to maneuver and answer questions about many of the things that you want to know that may have gone unanswered. Back by popular demand for a third time, people, we have Tammy Johnson here from the hand department, director of the hand, who's going to enlighten us with more questions. And it's because you have so many questions about the hand department and there's so many moving parts. She's here to continue to unpack those questions. But before we bring her on, Anjanette, what's going on? How was your weekend? What is it like over there? What's going hey, on? Hey, 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 Damien and Tammy Johnson. Hey, Nacolodians out there in Nacoland. Uh, I like is, that. I like that. What, Nacolodians and Nacoland? Yeah, I, I like, like that. I got that from my son because he's a Nickelodeon kid. So I so I always say Nacolodeon. So hello, Nacolodians and Nacoland. This is the NACA American Dream Program, where it is a beautiful day to be out there getting your new home with a 2.125 interest rate on a 30-year fix and a 1.5 on 15 years. That is the way you go and claim your generational wealth, ladies and gentlemen. That is how you go and manifest what is rightfully yours, and that is your home ownership. So it's a beautiful day to be out there looking for a property, Jamie. And in last week, we had Rob Torres on who talked about the marketing, the conditions in the market and things like that and how to look for a home and what to look for. But now that we've looked for this home and we think we found the perfect home, we got to have Tammy back on. And Tammy, we want to thank you because Tammy is the national director for the hand department. She's going to talk to us about what is hand how to, you know, have a nice smooth process in the hand department uh, with your rehab on your, on your home. But on top of that, it is also good because what Tammy does is give us good information and not just us. There's a lot of members and clientele that's out there looking for homes and they want, they need to know the do's and don'ts. We've had inspectors on and things like that. And the, what I like about hand is hand is one of those things that we don't realize we're going to need it, especially if we're getting a, a, an existing home, but how to utilize hand in the best possible way, how to make hand work on our behalf and not the people, but how to make that process really at its best work for us. So Tammy, with that, we want to thank you because there is so many things that you and your team uh, could be doing. And, and you guys have taken a, uh, you know, some time out of your busy day to come and talk with us. We appreciate it. Tammy's out in San Antonio where she runs an entire department. So she has all 47 plus offices across the country helping. And plus she has her centralized location in San Antonio. So throw up some hearts because we want to thank Tammy Johnson for coming to us today. Throw the hearts up. You are in the house. Take it away, Tammy. Thank you guys. So yes, it's a beautiful day here in San Antonio, Texas. Thank you for inviting me in. Um, just want to kind of touch on some things that Anjanette said because we want it to be a smooth process, but the reality is when it comes to hand, you need to get your hands dirty. Once you've found that like home, that. it's actually a little bit more rockier of a process and we want it to be something that you're engaged in, right? So we want you to roll up your sleeves and get prepared to find out what's going on with the home that you're buying so that you can understand how it's going to impact your affordability. And I think today we're going to talk about, you know, the resources, the tools, right? Inspectors, contractors, things that you want to um, have ready once you find a house, the people that you rely on and really kind of help you understand what you're buying because there is uh, NAC is here to help facilitate an affordable mortgage. But once you buy that home, that's your home for better or for worse. And you need to make sure that this is the right decision. And with the uh, with the environment that we're in with limited inventory, 
there's not a lot of options out there and people are making decisions to purchase pre-existing properties that may need work. Some of these pre-existing properties have been flipped by investors who put minimal amount of money into the investment of making it look pretty and then you buy it and it's a lot worse than you anticipate it. So I'm looking forward to the questions today. Hope I can answer as many as possible, but thanks for inviting me back. Wonderful. And we do have them coming in for those of you who are just joining 833-771-0500. That's 833-771-0500. We are also live on Facebook to all our Facebook fans out there. Thank you for joining. Throw up the hearts for yourself because you take took out the time today to get enlightened and educated. Damien, I'm sorry I had totally forgot to call out that phone number. So I know you have some questions. And Tammy, was here uh, a few a few months ago or about a month or so ago. And Damien, remember, we could not, we didn't even have enough time. She had so many questions that people wanted to ask about their rehab. Can we just kind of pull back a little bit, Damien, and ask Tammy, what is the hand department's sole purpose? What is, why are, why were they created? Why are they here? Go back, yes. Thank so you. HAND stands for the Home and Neighborhood Development Department. Home and Neighborhood Development is a, a focus or NACA's mission on making sure that the property a member buys fits within their affordability. When we, uh, when we started way back when, um, we didn't have the HAND department and we were focused on an affordable payment. And then what happened is, as people were getting into properties within an affordable payment, they were coming back to us with serious hardships because of the condition of the home. So early on, uh, almost within the first couple of years of NACA uh, generating an affordable mortgage product, uh, NACA's powers that be sat down and said, we really need to make sure that our members understand the condition of their home. And plus we wanna revitalize communities. So we want a renovation product. So we sat back down with Bank of America and we, we negotiated the uh, rehab escrow option onto our loan. And we wrote underwriting criteria around that, that basically said the house, you, just like you had to qualify for a PITI payment that you can afford, the home needs to qualify within your same affordability. And we're going to create this department, the home and neighborhood development team or hand, and they are going to look at the property condition. So as an inspection will be done, that'll be provided to hand, they will review it and determine required repairs. Required repairs revolve around code, safety, health, which is structural, roof, um, major mechanical things, things that would impact someone financially. I'm down here in South Texas in the summertime. If my air conditioner goes out and I can't afford to replace it, I'm going to pass on a mortgage payment or two to get that air conditioner working. So we know what conditions members will put themselves in to not make a mortgage payment in order to cure repairs. Not to mention it's the largest investment you're probably going to make. And it's very important that the foundation the structure of the home is solid. Um, it's very important that your roof is good. A lot of people are under the uh, misconception that in homeowner's insurance is going to take care of you if your roof goes out, not if it was a pre-existing condition. And if you have a property inspection that shows pre-existing conditions, you have nothing to prove if the, ins uh, the insurance company comes back and says, we're not going to cover it or we're only going to give you $500 depreciation because of pre-existing. That inspection report is your salvation. You want to be able to take it back and say, no, this isn't pre-existing. The roof was in good condition based on my inspection. If you can't say that and you didn't replace the roof, you don't have insurance coverage for pre-existing problems. And so there's a lot of misconceptions out there. HAND is here to help um, anything related to property condition issues, things that would come off an appraisal, lender required, things that are NACA required. We're going to issue out a NACA repair list and everything that's required must be addressed in order for this property to be eligible for purchase. We're going to make recommendations. Those are optional. And if you have room in your uh, financing for rehab, you can also add in wish list repairs. And so we have a lot of members that are renovating homes to fit their, their current household needs. So there's a lot that HAND does, but our main focus is to make sure that the home that somebody is purchasing fits within their affordability. And I'll pull back there and let you ask some more questions. So, so you did make one point um, with the qualifying. And what I've heard is, uh, and I've seen 
some people request a waiver, but there are qualifications that you have to qualify for that. Could you quantify or say what are the qualifications to get a waiver and how much and if there's a certain amount of monies and really involved in that? The one thing NACA will not let you do is wave away your affordability. So it has to be affordable. So when we list your required repairs on a NACA repair list from the inspection review, um, from your inspector that inspected the home, we're going to give an estimated cost to those repairs. In most cases, we have a pretty good idea of how much it's going to take to cure. Sometimes we may need additional evaluations to um, know the real full cost. Once we know the real full cost, if you can show me that you have the assets to take care of these things on your own after closing, you may be eligible for a waiver. What does that mean, assets? It's a surplus. So when you close, you have minimum required funds that you have to have in order to close. Your prepaid taxes, your prepaid insurance, um, you have some side money for your inspections, um, some evaluations, and you have reserves. Reserves are one, two, three or more mortgage payments based on the type of property that you're buying and your payment shock. Payment shock is the difference between what you pay in rent now and your future mortgage payments. So if you pay $1,000 in rent and your new mortgage payment is $2,500, you have a payment shock of $1,500. So you have to show a consistent savings of $1,500 a month plus your rent to be able to afford that. $1,500 is a lot of money. So you're probably going to need two to three months mortgage payments based on that payment shock amount. So that's your reserves. So NACA's hand department will look at your minimum required funds and your reserves. And then we'll look at your current assets. Anything after the deduction of your minimum required funds and your assets is what we consider surplus. And then we Back out your reserves because you needed to have two or three mortgage payments if a multifamily could be as much as six months. What is left over after those reserves is how much money you theoretically have to take care of these repairs. If that amount of money doesn't fit within the required repair amount, you're not eligible for a waiver. You cannot afford these repairs on your own because that money that you have was supposed to be for mortgage payments two, three, four months. So, so those are the, that's the criteria for a waiver. A waiver has to make sense. And I cannot waive lender required repairs. And those would be repairs that would show up on an appraisal um, based on the value. If this isn't repaired, the home is not worth this amount, right? So subject to repairs have to be addressed as lender required. We cannot waive those. Those will, those can be negotiated by the seller added into a rehab escrow, um, those would be your only two options or the loan would not be approved. So that that's how we look at affordability. If you have the assets to take care of them on your own, we're not here to tie you into a rehab escrow. Um, you know, that's something you can do after you close, but you cannot buy a home that needs repairs that you can't afford to take care of on your own. That's a sign of not just lack of affordability. It's possibly a sign that you're not ready to be a homeowner if you're not looking at the true investment of buying a home because this house is going to be a long-term investment more so than a child at least when they're 18 to 21 they go away this house keeps on loving you with all of its repair needs for as long as you live in it and it's that's the truth <laughs> <laughs> we circle back we come back home so yeah. <laughs> awesome thank you for that i really appreciate that because i know a lot of people have been trying to figure out what is that waiver process and how does it work? And it makes sense. It has to be in your affordability. So everybody, if you're paying attention to that, make sure you understand that you're talking to your mortgage counselor, you're talking to your hand representative to make sure that that is within your affordability to get that done. Because if you can't afford it, and this should be really done on the front end during your due diligence period, not right. after, you know, later, once you're trying to figure things out, go ahead and get those inspections done and even your contractors to come out and give you those quotes and bids doing your due diligence so you can have time enough to get out of it if it doesn't work within your affordability. So Tammy, I have a question with this in mind and, and you're, you just answered one of the questions from, from the last show uh, from a caller that, that had this question. But the thing about it is what happens with, with the counselor? Will the counselor talk to the member about this, or is this a conversation that takes place solely between the contractor, the hand representative, and the member? 
That's a very good question. And Damien, I think you touched on, on, on that a little bit. It's a partnership amongst us all, right? So ultimately, the member needs to make sure that they understand what they're buying. When you got qualified, you got qualified for a PITI mortgage payment, PITI, principal, interest, taxes, and insurance, right? Right. So whatever that magic number was, that has to be inclusive of the purchase price and repairs if you're going to do a rehab escrow. So when you are making an offer, your real estate agent, your first partner is going to be talking to you about what this house should appraise for, right? right. Based on the comps in the, the property is as is condition, this is what you should offer. Now, I know with this market, a lot of people are offering more than what a house is valued at. If you don't have the principal to cover that amount, you're not going to be able to buy that home here because NACA doesn't support people buying homes that are not worth what they're valued, right? We order an initial appraisal. It's called an as-is appraisal. That has to, it has to at least appraise for its as-is condition. Now, if you know that there's renovations that need to take place, and most members know this, and most real estate agents that work with them know this before they even get a property inspection, you should have a rough estimate of what it's going to cost to cure these things. If you don't, you know, that's okay within a, a couple of thousand dollars, but you should have a pretty good idea of what it's going to cost. So when you go onto the NACA website and you use the NACA mortgage calculator, there's a box in there for repairs. So if your PITI payment is a thousand dollars, right? And you're buying a home, let was just say taxes, insurance, a hundred thousand dollar home equivalent to a thousand dollar payment. So if you make an offer for a hundred thousand dollars, how much room did you leave yourself for repairs? Zero dollars. So you don't need the NACA mortgage counselor to do that. You don't need hand to do that. You need to understand based on my purchase price, how much room am I leaving myself? If you use the NACA web, uh, the NACA mortgage calculator, that is where you can tool in the taxes, the insurance and the repairs to understand how much room you have. If you can't uh, leave yourself room for repairs and all you can afford is a thousand dollars, that house is unaffordable. Walk away from it. Even if it's the only house out there, there'll be another house. Just be patient. That's how it works. Once you get an offer, you're going to go through the credit access process with your mortgage counselor. You need to let your counselor know, I'm going to have to do the rehab because the seller's not doing any repairs, or I don't want to negotiate for the seller to do repairs. I want to take care of those repairs I want to hire those people after I own the home. I don't want to trust that the seller is going to use legitimate licensed people to do the work that needs to be done, right? That's your option. You can negotiate for the seller to do it. But if you know you want to be the, the person that hires and manages that work and you want to do wish list repairs or whatever, that's the time. Credit access is where you're talking to your counselor and saying, how much room do I have? Based on my required repairs, now that I've got my repair list, I have X amount of dollars and I want to add another uh, figure in for wish list repair. So I need about $60,000 for rehab. How does that line up with my purchase price? Now the counselor can talk to them about, well, you don't have room, but if you buy down your interest rate, that might give you the room. Or maybe if you go back and negotiate for the seller to reduce the sales price to this amount, now that you've got your NACA repair list, that brings you to the room. So these conversations are happening at certain times when they need to happen. By the time you get to hand, you need to know how much money you have for rehab. Hand will do a quick assessment. We're gonna base it on your PITI and your purchase price. And that is what you are, that's the match you're locked into. If you don't have any room, Hand would decline the property at that time if there's no other option. So you can get your earnest money back. You don't wanna be in contract for an extended period of time and then lose a refund of your earnest money. So as soon as you get to hand, we know based on the data in the system, what your limit is. And if it's not matching up, we're going to go ahead and issue a property decline so you can get out there, get your earnest money back and get back into the shopping of the home that makes sense for you. That's a lot of information. Wow. That's the best I can wow. So that also begs to, to make sure you guys, everybody out there, NACA land, Facebook land, all of this, that you really need to take the two webinars that Tammy and the hand department offers so you can get a better understanding. So that which you're not able to get grasp but don't have time right now, make sure you sign up for those webinars that are on Tuesdays and Wednesdays of every week. I don't know what the schedule is going to be for this week. Because Tuesday of holidays. is the property qualification. 
Okay. And Wednesday is the rehab escrow. If you're going to add a rehab escrow to your loan, that is a mandatory webinar for you because you need to understand your role and responsibility to a rehab escrow after the loan closes. And we go into that in more depth on that second Wednesday webinar. And, and awesome. Tammy, how do, how does, does a member have to be in that process to, to join the webinar and get the information? And if not, is it on the website? Can they access it? The webinars are available to anyone. They are on the website under live webinars, uh, property qualification on Tuesday, rehab escrow on Wednesday. I recommend if you just started the process and you're going through the counseling, attend the webinar just so that you can get an understanding, especially when you're working on your budget. You know, your budget isn't just about getting the minimum required funds. It's understanding how am I going to afford this house? I don't have a landlord to call anymore. This is all on me. And NACA does not offer post-closed repair assistance. And I want to stress that once you close, you are the homeowner. You can come back to NACA. We can give you advice, but there's no finance options after closing. The loan is it. The mortgage loan is the entity that we provide. It's an affordable one. But once you close, if something happens, you got to have the surplus and assets to take care of that. And your budget counseling, it's a huge piece of learning what you need to set aside every month to take care of and maintain a home. And you just answered the questions. And the questions are rolling, Damien. They're coming in now, throwing up the hearts for Doris Max. And Erica is back. Tammy ah, Max. Welcome back. Yes. Hey, Erica. <laughs> Erica's back. Tammy, Max is asking a question, and I think you just answered it. But Max, if it if it if she didn't answer the question, just go ahead on and hit us back at 833-771-0500. His question was: so what if my roof needs repairs in five years? or so. Can I come back to the hand process to get help? And you just answered it. You got one shot. You got one shot. I cannot go back and get you money after closing. Um, outside of that, you would be looking at um, a refinance option. Why would you want to refinance out of the America's Best Mortgage Program? That's not good. Um, you would just have to save for it. Generally with roof repairs, we need to get a roof, sir. And if that roof isn't good for at least the next five to seven years, we're going to ask that you replace it for that reason, because five years comes up on you real quick. And chances okay. are you didn't save 9000 to $10,000 on a roof. And, mo and the roof costs right now are skyrocketing. Yeah. What used to cost now 9000 is around 12000 now mm -hmm. or more. It's insane. The biggest advantage that you, you should really look at um, as NACA members, NACA homeowners, is the money that you just saved from paying rent to now being a homeowner, you should not quit your savings pattern. It should not go out the window because you're a homeowner now. So things are going to come up that you weren't expecting. The home inspection, the all of that does not tell you everything that's going to happen to the home. Things happen unexpectedly that you weren't prepared for. So continue to save. Do not stop saving because you don't have to. Continue to save. So you're ready for those rainy days. Excellent advice, Damien. And Tammy and I had talked about this a while back. And uh, Sarah Bell, Sarah Bell is actually saying the same thing. She's saying, you know, even if you purchase a new home, projects never end. They never stop. So it's like you think you finished something and here it is. Something else comes up. Seasons change. And I it's want to point baby. out. Yeah. Absolutely. But I want to point out, I think this is where um, American homebuyers get, get it wrong. You've got this house that you're buying and you're going to have it for the next 15 to 30 years. On mm -hmm. average, most people will own their home around 15 years or so. You have time to do improvements. Take care of the repairs first. Take care of the real repairs first. Yeah. If you wanna put in flooring, if you wanna paint or wallpaper or do new lighting, look for the Home Depot sales and the, you know, the low sales and the, the suppliers out there that are gonna train you for free. You can take a class to put in flooring. I think a lot of members wanna do the HGTV house right off the bat. The reality is there's no, you know, been doing this a long time and hand rehab is in my blood, but there's no more joy than the joy of you doing the work yourself. You know, if you can put some costs aside over time, you get your tax returns, 
pocket that. I want to go ahead and uh, put some wood flooring down. I'm going to go take a Home Depot class. You don't need to finance these things. What I really want you to focus on is the real issues, the code, the safety, the health, the things that are going to um, get worse if not addressed. And it costs more the longer you wait. The things that are improvement related, take your time. You've got time. You don't need to run out and buy furniture for a house. You don't need to run, you know, live in it. Understand your home. Your home has a vibe. How do you want it to feel? How you want it to look? You're not going to know that within the first six, seven months of living in that home. It takes about a good year. I know a lot of people that bought a house and they're like, oh, this is way more house than I needed. I wish I really been focused. Slow down. You don't need the biggest, the baddest, the best. You need the most affordable and you need something that's not going to cost you so that you can have a lifestyle on top of just a mortgage payment. So Damien, $300 minimum savings a month is the rule. Save that as a surplus. Anything that comes up, you're covered. And I think you'll, you'll be much happier because you'll be able to do other things other than just make a mortgage payment and work to make that mortgage payment. I would also add, do not sleep on the fact of a home, of, of having a home warranty because that should be almost included with your PITI, PITI, home warranty because it can cover the HVAC, it can cover the appliances, it can cover the um, the air condition. The I had to, to use them to replace my refrigerator. I got a brand new refrigerator and my um, hot water tank burst and they covered that. Now I did have to pay some additional funds, but I didn't have to pay for the complete entirety of it. So please add that to your budget and yeah. use it. Home warranty is very important. And we have you, Doris. I hear you calling. Doris is asking, how extensive are the repairs that NACA members are allowed to do? And that is such a good question, Doris. Throwing up some hearts for Doris. Thank you for that question. Well, Thank you. We go all the way down to the studs. You, we do gut rehabs. We, do, we don't do new construction. You can't uh, do a new construction build through um, hand. But uh, we've gone down to the studs and uh, rebuilt homes back, especially the older homes. There's a lot of old housing stock. I've said this on the previous shows. This is the best time in real estate to sell a house with the worst problems for a seller. I want you to hear that. This is a seller's market. I can sell anything right now, regardless of its condition. So be be aware and beware. Uh, Beware of what you're buying. But we have members that are going in, getting inspections, and we need new foundation, new flooring, new um, structural framing, roof. So we we do everything. Um, What we don't do is probably the better question. We don't do pools. We don't do luxury. We're not going to support inflating a mortgage payment that doesn't support the household size. So if you're buying a home and you're a household of five, you know, two parents, three kids, and you buy a home and you want to make that household the size for 10, your household doesn't support that. So we're not going to allow a a renovation for extra rooms and bathrooms you don't need. So those are things that you can do on your own outside of the loan over time. It has to support the current household size and um, no luxury items. Like I said, no pools, no um, big barbecue pits, landscaping, things like that. Those are the things that you don't want to finance in a 30-year mortgage. Yep. Well, you just take make the sure you're up, <laughs> oh, go Make ahead, sure Daniel. you're up front with your mortgage counselor and seeing how many people are in your household. Because I've seen where you're telling them it's just two, but in actuality, you got grandkids, adult kids still living. And now when we go out trying to search for a home, you looking for one that's trying to support eight, when you only told a mortgage counselor is you and your wife. That's not, and and then it's not affordable. Yeah. And that could also be misconstrued as fraud. So you need to really be honest. Say that one more time. Say it again, Tammy. Say that that word again. Say it for the people in the back. If you come back later and say, no, it's this and not that. What we tell our NACA members is tell us everything so that we know how best to help you. If you hold something back and we find out later, it's construed as fraud and it could get you removed from the program. And we don't want that to help happen to anyone. So be absolutely honest because that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to help you with what you have. Withholding information doesn't look good on your part. And we wouldn't want that to impact your ability to use the program. 
This right. is such an awesome program that you don't need to get kicked out of it. Just be and upfront and honest. And the mortgage counselor and your real estate agents and the hand department, we're going to try to help see you through, but we can't help what we don't know and that you didn't disclose to us. That's right. Right. And I wish the member would would call in that was here a, a few weeks ago on one of our previous shows, because you're talking about getting the right home and getting the right fit. And I always equate it to the functionality of, of the home. And people will look at a, a, a family size. I'm a family size of two and I get extra space. And they say, why do you need all that space? Because I think about the functionality of the home. Because there's most times where I had a grandmother at one point living with me. So what I looked for was a house with wide hallways and, and not a whole lot of carpet. Because if they're on a walker and things like that, that walker has to roll easily on, the, on a flat floor. So wood floors and slate and all this stuff was important to me at that time. The wide hallways was important to me at that time. And so when we think about that, think about the functionality of the home. Um, another question, Tammy, is what is the benefit of purchasing a home that requires renovations rather than just getting a brand new house outright? That's personal preference, right? So um, I sold real estate for years and I was anti-new construction because I come from a construction background, right? Mm -hmm. And I knew, and I, I work predominantly with low-income households, I knew you were going to get more bang for your buck with a pre-existing property than you are going to get with new construction. New construction is like buying a car. You're going to pay more off the lot than you are if you buy a used car. And you're not going to be able to get what you bought that car for right away. You're going to have to live in that house for a considerable period of time. So it comes down to preference. Like I would never, I say I would never buy a new construction home, but here I am buying a uh, building a home right now. Right. But unlike Anjanette, I want something very small. So all of this comes down to preference. Make sure you're, you're looking at your basic needs. What do I need for my household size, right? Yes, some people might need um, a little extra space for office. A lot of people are working remote now. Um, some people, maybe you have um, an only child, you're not having more children, but you want a place for other kids to come and play. I just had a member tell me that the other day. She wanted to kind of create like a big playroom. That makes sense for me, right? And she had young children. So there's these things that you need to sit down and your realtor should be a good um, resource that's what is the most important things that you need and go from the top to the bottom list number one most top priority you may have to scratch some things out in the reality based on inventory you're not going to get everything you want but you may find the ones at the top that are the most important to you are available only in new construction whereas pre-existing you may have to build them in so Going back to your answer, you know, is it better to get new construction or pre-existing? I think it just depends on the person, but I'm here to tell you if you have no patience, right? If right. you don't right. like people in your house, because contractors, they're going to be in your house. They're going to be up in your stuff. Um, if you are a little apprehensive about working with a contractor, you know, and this is something that you've got to manage on your own. We don't manage this for you. This might not be the right um step. I just talked to a member out of a, a rehab escrow today because every single thing that we were guiding her through, she's like, well, I'm not going to do that. And I'm not going to do that. And I'm like, I don't think a rehab is right for you. You don't want people in your house. You want them to be here at a specific time. No contractor is going to work with you on that. Contractors are, are um, very busy right now and they get to dictate who they went with, they work with, right? They want to work with people who are going to be patient, who are going to listen and communicate back and forth. If I'm having a problem communicating with you, a contractor is going to have a problem communicating with you. Maybe you should mm. lean construction. So um, I think it comes down to preference and, and just really patience. If you're not a patient person and you're going to fly after the handle a lot, I'm that kind of person and I'm married to my contractor and I feel so sorry for him right now. But, you know, it, you just got to be ready for this because it's on you. And once you close, you signed on the dotted line, you were doing all of these things and you got to adhere to it. If not, the lender's going to foreclose on you because there's a default action to a rehab. So really what makes sense for you? Maybe you need to move right away and live in that house. If you got to do a renovation that you can't live in, renovation is not the right thing for you. Move, go towards new. You know, it just depends on the person, I think. There's a lot to think about. 
Also, you would want to consider that a new construction might be pushing the limit to your affordability. However, you're, you're now not needing to really think about including rehab because there is no rehab, you're getting a new home. So that's the other thing that you have to think about, getting us a, a lower price home, which you're able to now include in the, the repairs. But if you get a newer home, you're pushing or at the edge of the limit, but you don't have to include repairs. So that's also the difference that you want to consider. And also with new construction, you're pretty much still putting in offers and bids and having to go up higher, just like you do on, on a regular retail. That's you're right. getting, you're not the only one bidding for that lot anymore. It used to be you yeah. put a bid in and now that's it. But now you're competing with other people. It may be six other people placing a bid on that with same money, lot. with more money. <laughs> and, and one more thing to consider that really uh, American buyers didn't have to think about before. They're telling you this house is going to be built within 120 days. Those days are getting pushed back. Yeah. So it could take you a year. I have a member right now, a year and a half, yeah. a year and a half, because the vendors, the contractors that build these homes, you know, we lost a lot of good contractors to COVID. Yeah. We have, we lost contractors uh, to retirement because of COVID. Um, people are changing the end at changing in and out of the industry. And you just don't have the skilled trade there which I pray with the new infrastructure bill, we're going to be seeing a lot more people come back into this trade um, and really focused on doing a good job. But people who build new construction homes, um, you don't know these trades and you don't know how long they've been doing it. So there's like, there's, there's a lot of dynamics that are changing within the industry and you got to be prepared for that. And just because they said the house is going to be ready in 121 days, doesn't mean it's going to be, and it's taking longer facility getting the um, materials to the job site you know we know we see it all over the news there's a lot of things going on even if you do a rehab you may not be able to get that renovation right away it may take you a while to find a contractor and then once you find them you're gonna have to get in line because he's got that many projects stacked behind him or her so there's a lot going on make sure this is something you want to do absolutely i don't know if you remember the young lady that was here last week on the show it was a year before she got in. And a lot of times with those contracts, there are a lot of contingencies because the contracts are written by the, the builder. So they take out a lot of, there's no due diligence period. There's no walking away just because you want. So your earnest money a lot of times is in jeopardy. So think about that, you know, that long time frame, and a lot of contingencies are removed um, when they write those contracts because what? They're writing them based on them and their benefit. It ain't for your benefit as a member. Absolutely. That's a lot right. of practices in new construction right now, I would say. Yep. And we got to be on, be alert on everything because the market and the climate has truly changed. Marilyn, Marilyn is saying, what if you need your home to facilitate your home-based business, which is a daycare? Okay. So what we do is residential construction. We don't do any commercial construction. Mm -hmm. There are some areas where we can work around. Um, if you can show that that is your current employment, right? You, um, you can definitely, we're not going to incorporate financing for commercial purposes, but if you need a big room, a big open room, you know, there's things that we could potentially do. Um, NACA's approved property types is also uh, one of the approved property types is a mixed use property. So you could find a commercial residential property. It has to be at least 50% residential. The thing is, is that we don't offer construction funds for the commercial side of it, but you can sometimes work with the seller to do that prior to close. So if someone is selling a mixed-use property and you negotiate for them to do improvements to the commercial side as part of the transaction, you can still do residential upgrades as part of a rehab escrow. Um, but there's there's ways. Um, we On those types of properties, I'm usually involved directly, kind of guiding them on what we can and cannot do. But we don't offer commercial funding for uh, improvements. So just be aware of that. Well, let me so, play devil's advocate to Marilyn's question. Um, she she sounds like, and, and Marilyn, I'm speaking for you. So if you're out there in Facebook land, correct me if I'm wrong. She's actually asking about a home-based business that happens to be a daycare. So what, it, what if I wanted to just get a house 
I may be a family of three and I only need really three bedrooms, but what if I, I find a house and it's five or six rooms, extra rooms, can I use those rooms for my daycare business? How, yeah. how would you? No, how that would be something that? that would be supported. Like I said, there's, there's wiggle room. So if you're doing a big open room daycare area and it's like a, a family room and we can, I can see you have a daycare the main thing we want to focus on is we've got people that are coming in and, and trying to use NACA for investment purposes and flipping the property. Right. So we don't we just, we have a, a no tolerance policy for anything outside of the household. If you have a daycare and you're trying to do something that is like a big open room for a daycare, mm-hmm. I can, I can sort of bend the rules on that, but a, a individual rooms setting up for commercial purposes, that would probably not be something gotcha. that would be. Very sense. good answer. Yeah, believe it or not, which is really weird, that has never happened. Why am I getting questions? Why am I getting questions? This supposed to be going to the number, but I have a vendor question yeah. that someone texted me and said, "What is the detailed process for vendors to get paid specifically?" Oh, it's pretty pretty simple. You approve them to get paid. They work for you. They don't work for us. Um, for a little bit more in depth. Uh, response to that is the contractor has to be licensed, insured, have a valid tax identification and a bank account tied to their business because all payments are made directly to the contractor via wire. Once a contractor is approved and their bid is approved, you want to hire somebody, you're going to submit, you're going to have the contractor register if they're not already registered. Registration is license, insurance, tax ID. We, they don't work for us. They're independent contractors. They work for you. So you have to do your due diligence in making sure you know who you're hiring. If they don't do the work right, if they do damage, that's between you and them. And there's contract language in there that helps you if there is a, a claim or any type of recourse for any inappropriate, anything that happens on a job. But outside of that, NACA has to make sure they're licensed, insured, tax ID, bank account. We set them up with the vendor. They submit a bid. It matches your scope of work, which is the underwriting guidelines per the terms of your loan. And then we approve your project to start. There's a little bit more in depth and you can go to the Rehab Escrow webinar for that. Once they start, they're working for you. We'll have a draw inspection on everything that they get paid, right? So if they get started and then within hopefully 30 days, we see an inspection. Uh, every, we have to have an inspection within 30 days of the project starting and every 30 days thereafter. We look at the percentage of work completed. Based on the percentage of work completed, as long as it's 50% or more, we can pay them. Some line items require 100%. We're not going to pay on a half completed roof, right? That needs to be 100% completed. Um, maybe it's a kitchen renovation and there's stages of it. Maybe we'll allow less than 50%. So it just depends. It has to be a percentage complete. We'll pay on Then we issue out that draw inspection that came to us from the independent inspector that we selected. They work for the lender to visually verify the work. They're not guaranteeing the contractor's work or warranting the contractor's work. That's between you and the contractor. That's why you have to do your due diligence. We send over that draw inspection and say, based on this inspection, the uh, contractor can be paid X amount of dollars minus a holdback on every payment. We do a 10% holdback minus materials so that there's a little bit of extra money there for the final. We don't want a contractor taking off on you because they got paid their profit in the first half of the job and there's no money in it and they leave you holding the bag. So that's what a 10% holdback is. So we send that draw inspection over and we say, you can pay up to this amount. You can't pay over, but if you don't want to pay this amount and you want to uh, adjust it down, you got to explain to us, why don't you want to pay them the approved amount? Well, they were supposed to do this and that's not done, or I'm not happy with the workmanship, so I'm going to reduce it. So there's an adjustment process that you could do. You are the signer of the check that we release. I can, and it's a wire, but I can pay them up to the amount I showed you in the draw inspection. You can adjust down based on, you got to give me reasonable explanation. It's got to make sense. And then you authorize me to release that payment and I release it. So I don't pay the contractor. You do. I pay them based on the underwriting guidelines. So when you hear a contractor say, I don't want to work for NACA because they don't pay us, that's a flag. Somebody didn't pay that contractor because they weren't happy with their work. That's a red flag. Do you understand? 
So it's not okay. NACA, it's the member. It's the member. I don't. Okay, see, didn't know that. Now, I also have a part wow. B to this question. Can material draws be provided prior to the work beginning? Yeah, we don't do upfront deposits um, except on major uh, projects, and that contractor has to be eligible. We just started an advance um, option, but it has to be a contractor that's done projects with us. They gotta have to, uh, they've got to have a reputation and be recommended by members, and that's for major renovations. On smaller projects, they can do, because we don't do upfront deposits, they can do a material request. And the material request is something that happens um, after the project is approved to start. You can submit a material draw, purchase orders from where those materials are being purchased, and then we will have a check cut to that supplier sent to the member who will work with the contractor to get those materials. That They work that out amongst themselves once the check is delivered. And then we need to back for the next draw because you got to show that you actually bought what you were supposed to buy. We've had, unfortunately, some shenanigans where someone went out and bought a big screen TV instead of a refrigerator and the project is frozen and the member has to pay that money back or the contractor, whoever does it. So... Remember, this is a loan and there are audits that take place with the lender and they got to show what that money was spent for. Every dollar has to match up to the approved scope of work. You can't make changes to your project after closing. So the scope of work is what we're legitimately working towards. That makes sense. Welcome wow. to my life. <laughs> we are learning today, everybody. I mean, we y'all up for Tammy Johnson in the hand department because we are learning today. 833-771-0500. My God. Oh, hand my Hand class is in session today. Hand it class. Is. It, <laughs> it is. So, Tammy, this brings up a good question. So, the member controls the funds and the process as it relates to paying the builder or the contractor. The member doesn't control the funds in that the lender holds the funds right? The funds are held in a secured rehab escrow. NACA's hand department is the facilitator of the terms of the escrow agreement. The, member, the work to be done. member controls the release of the funds if it's a legitimate release. control. Now, let's say, and this doesn't happen a lot, thankfully, let's say um, Damien is working for you and you and Damien have a little side deal that you didn't tell us about. And now it's time to pay Damien for the work that we've proven as complete on this draw inspection. But David, Damien didn't fulfill his side work. And you come back and say, I'm not paying him. And we're saying, well, Angie, why don't you want to pay him? Well, you don't want to tell us you were doing side work because that's against the policy. Right. I'm going to pay and Damien. fraud too. Isn't that also fraud? Yes. Damien, and then I'm going to close the account. Any money that's left over goes back to principal because- some shenanigans were going on. But sometimes maybe it's just, you don't like Damien. Sometimes there was a, a, an issue. Damien did his job. There was no complaint about the work. You just don't like that Damien was making the profit that he was making. Mm. I can't hold up Damien's payment because I have proof. If you can't give me a legitimate reason, I'm paying Damien and moving this along. Right. But it has to be legitimate. And sometimes when we can't determine, then we freeze the account and you got to go to arbitration for the terms of the contract agreement and work that out amongst oh, wow. yourselves. Oh, so you wow. want to be careful to make sure that that's why we work very diligently to make sure that the scope of work that is approved is completed per the terms of the loan and that that work is inspected and verified so that everybody is above board and doing what needs to be done. Working with your contractor, you want to make sure you can, you have a good relationship with the contractor. Um, you don't have to know them, but you need to do your due diligence and check them out. You need to make sure that you've checked their credentials um, using uh, services like Home Advisors or Angie's List going to Home Depot to the contractor's uh, desk and saying, hey, do you have any contractors that do windows? You know, you want to do your own due diligence and then research and make sure that this person, you're going to get along with them. And if you can't get along with them in the interview process and them coming out, you don't, they're not talking to you or not giving you enough information, um, you know, you might want to find the one that fits you. There's, there's personalities out there for everyone. But remember, it's really hard to find contractors right now. They're very busy. And they do get to call who they work with. And so you want to be respectful. And if you think you're going to mistreat someone and talk down to them just because they're working for you, they don't have to work for you. And they're going to pass. 
We have a lot of contractors. I don't work with NACA, but what they really are saying to you is I don't want to work with you. You got to be respectful. You don't want someone coming into your employment and telling you, you know, that you're subservient to them. This is a professional. This is what they do. You know, you want to be respectful. If they're disrespectful, then all bets are off. Walk away from that person. But this is, it's a rough time to find a contractor. You got to make sure you find someone that fits your personality and that you two can have an open dialogue about what is expected and what you want. So Tammy, with that being said, because you just said there's a short list, what can members and everybody in the NACA and the diaspora do to help get more contracts? Because the list is very short. How can they play a part if they do the work themselves or how can they help facilitate getting more people on these lists that our members need? So let's talk about the list real quick. And I'm glad you brought that up. So we have two lists. Let's start with the inspectors list. Mm -hmm. We have gone through an audit uh, over the last couple of months. And if your license is expired, if your insurance is expired, we have to take you off the list until you can provide us updated documents. Just because you register doesn't mean you're registered forever. License expires, insurance expires. Um, So we sent a, a, a lot of information out to the inspector saying, hey, we need updated docs. Some inspectors responded, some did not. So we can't put anybody on a list if we don't have at least valid license and insurance. And that's what you want from us. This is a courtesy list of inspectors. These inspectors do not work for NACA. I hear a lot of real estate agents and members saying the NACA inspector. NACA doesn't have inspectors. They're independent contractors. They were referred to NACA by members just like you and real estate agents like you, Damien. So all we do is verify license and insurance. It's a member's responsibility to do their own due diligence and checking, you know, references and making sure that they've got somebody that they feel comfortable working with. It's a courtesy list. You don't have to use the inspectors on that list. If you find someone that's not on that list, all you have to do is get them registered. What does registration mean? License, insurance, tax ID. They have to agree to use the HomeGage software that's uh, NACA customized. It's free. We provide it to all registered inspectors and it's state specific. So if in the state of Texas, the Texas Real Estate Commission um, is the commission that oversees property inspectors. They have a Texas form that all Texas inspectors have to use. HomeGage has those forms built into that HomeGage software for that state-specific criteria. So we give them the free software. And the reason they have to use this software is, number one, it has requirements outside of the state-specific, in addition to the state-specific. Number one, the member must be in attendance of a property inspection. If they're not, they're not buying this home for themselves or they're not taking it serious enough, and we're not going to accept the inspection because that is a mandatory requirement. The inspector takes a picture of the member in front of the house. We know the difference between a member selfie and a picture in front of the house. So we're going to di- we're going to be diligent about that. Um, they have to take photographs of all noted defects, and they have to take photographs of the entire house as a summary. We're trying to get an idea. We can't be out there with you. And if you want us to give us uh, give you our best advice about what needs to be addressed, we got to have as much uh, photographic evidence of the uh, issues as possible. We want to know that the water and the electricity was turned on. You have to have utilities turned on in order for this property inspection to be eligible for us to accept it. Um, The only exception to that is when there's damages preventing water or electricity or gas being on. And we would see those damages in the uh, property inspection report. So we have certain questions built into the HomeGage software that requires the inspector to address them. If they don't, we would reject the inspection report for additional information. So as long as an inspector that you bring to us is willing to register, use the HomeGage software, we're gonna work with them. And if you like them, we'll add them to the list for other members to use, right? That's how we get property inspectors. But you don't have to use someone on that list. You can go out and find your own and get them registered. It takes about two weeks to register someone. So if you wanna use someone that's not on the list, Get them registered before you find a home. That's very important because that's going to delay your process. That's the inspector's list. Now, Doris wants to know where can we find the courtesy list? Where is the courtesy list? The courtesy list is handed out to you when you get qualified. With your qualification letter, you got a courtesy list. Now, if you don't find a home right away, 
that list is going to be updated almost on a weekly basis. We take people off, we add people on. So if you have that list in your hands for more than two weeks and you go find a home, you need an updated list if you want someone on the list. You oh, can wow. send it to hand at NACA.com. We, t- we take inspectors off all the time for complaints and um, expired documents. If it's easy enough and we can just get updated documents, we'll keep it moving. But if they were removed and we just removed a handful of uh, inspectors because they were not putting things on the inspection that were supposed to be, and that's fraud. So we fire the inspector, we fire the member from the program and we keep it moving and we have to take that inspector off the list. So, and the agents that are involved in it. So um, you can't, uh, an inspector can't leave something off because you asked them to. They have to disclose everything. And remember, we get a second inspection. It's called an appraisal. So you really can't hide anything. So again, honest is the best policy. But um, it's in your best interest. It's in your best interest to, to disclose all that. Absolutely. So um, did that answer your question? I'm sorry, I got sidelined. Yes, that we did. And you know what? Our, our, our production manager, April, just told us that we have a few minutes left and you got like six questions coming but keep going, Tammy. Contractors. Let's talk about contractors real quick. So um, contractors have been calling us and asking us to take them off the list so that they can finish their projects. They've got too much business and they're getting too much pressure from our NACA members to go do evaluations. They just don't have, I mean, at some point it's too much work is going to start causing customer services issues for their clients, our NACA members, and we support taking contractors off. Um, some contractors are being removed for complaints. Um, some contractors are removed for litigation reasons. If someone gets into a lawsuit with the contractor, we temporarily remove them until that lawsuit's resolved. And it's not always the contractor's fault. Sometimes it's a member. And this takes me back to do your due diligence. When you find an inspector and a contractor and you bring them to the program and get them registered, I give you volunteer credit for that, number one. So that's oh, how we build cool. our lists up. I and I'm so glad that we're closing this. I just cannot stress this enough. NACA's role is to our NACA's role and mission is to provide you an affordable mortgage. Right. It's not our job to find you contractors. It's not our job to find you inspectors. It's not our job to find you a home. It's not our job to find you a realtor. These are all your responsibilities. And I think sometimes you become, you, the member, can become a little codependent on NACA because we do so much for you in the counseling process to get you ready for homeownership. But a part of being ready for being a, the part of showing that you're ready to be a homeowner is pulling up those big boy and big girl pants, right? And getting out there and saying, this is my home. I'm going to look for my inspector. I'm going to look for my contractor. The courtesy list is there to help support when you don't know where to look. Where can you look? Um, I love Home Advisor because you can go on and you can put in your details about what you want. And it shows you everybody that's available in that area. You don't have to sell a contractor on registering with NACA. We'll do that for you. If you can get me the name and contact number of somebody that you've met with and you like them, don't go into all of the details about NACA. And we know how hard it is to go through the program. So if you're having a hard time getting through the program, you might be a little jaded and that might come across to that contractor. If you're not describing it in the best light, why does that contractor want to register with NACA? So you let me do the selling. I've got a team that's prepared to sell a contractor on how to register because it's so easy and it's free. NACA doesn't make any money for contractors that you're using. We just want to make sure these contractors are legitimate, good service, good product. You're happy with them. So if you bring them to me, I'll give you credit. But you got to understand you are responsible for finding them. And if you want to do a rehab, you got to be prepared for the time that it's going to take to do all of that and go to our webinars. We'll we'll share all the details and what it takes to do that at length. Love it. Love it. Love it. And Tammy, last question. I got to tap this for Afika. If I start out uh, saying I want to do a new purchase and there are restrictions and stipulations, can I then switch to a rehab? On a new construction property? Right. It sounds like what she's saying is that she started off going in saying I want new construction, new construction. And maybe it wasn't feasible, financially feasible for her. So now she's going back saying, I want to do a rehab. Can I do it? Knowing it, NACA should tell you what you can buy. 
outside of the acceptable property types. So if you want to go from new construction to pre-existing, that's that's on you and don't let anyone tell you otherwise. What I hope I didn't hear is that you want to do new construction rehab. We don't do rehab escrows for new construction properties. Mm-hmm. But if you want to jump from new construction to pre-existing, it's what you contract on. And if you're in a new contract, new construction contract and you don't want to buy that home anymore, Work with your real estate agent because you got to understand what you could potentially be losing, such as earnest money and walk away. Um, you don't want to be held to the contract that the builder can come back. And then once you're free of that, look for your pre-existing. And that's the route you want to go for a rehab. Go to the rehab webinar and uh, ask as many questions as you want. We hang out there until we answer all the questions. It can sometimes wow. run a lot long, longer than we want, but we let you just kind of unload on us more Sound so like- than... Sound like you stay until the party's over. Yes, ma'am. Tammy, sure want to talk about you and your team. Are you guys hiring in San Antonio? Always, always. I'm hiring for? rehab specialists. I'm hiring escrow coordinators. And we have hand relationship coordinators that handle sort of the processing side. So if you're in San Antonio, Texas, and you're looking for a job and you've got some construction background, come and see me. We are always hiring. And, you can and yes, those- we to San Antonio, not outside of the San Antonio area. So no work from home, guys. You got to work in San Antonio if you want to work for the hand department. And you can find these jobs at www.naca.com. I cannot believe it. Damien, look at the time. Man, Tammy, Tammy. I still have appraisal questions. And Damien, I still have appraisal questions coming in. First appraisal, second appraisal. Disagree with appraisal. You're gonna have to have Tammy. Do you mind coming back again? I know we just keep bugging you. You got a lot of stuff We're to do. Sucking or dry. Do you mind coming back again? You guys need me. I'm here for you. Um, save appraisal questions for Eric, and maybe we can come in together and work a transaction th- all the way through front to back, and then that would help. That's a good idea. Oh. And I work side by side every single day because mortgage and hand go hand in hand. Hand in hand. <laughs> Well, I like what she said at the beginning, guys. She said, you know, if you're going to go through hand, you got to be willing to get your what? Your hands dirty. So I love that. Tammy Johnson, National Director of the Hand Department. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day. Damien, we did it again. Hey, but but guess what? What? Come back next week. We have a special treat again. We have the regionals. The regional managers are coming back. So get your questions ready. Be ready, come on, and ask the questions that you want to ask of the regionals. And Tammy, possibly with Eric, because that does make sense. I Maybe on one of our upcoming shows. So we hey, want you guys me. to come back. Awesome. Yes. Tell them where to love us, like us, internet, and we're yes, out of here. I love this. That may be our beginning of the year kickoff, Damien. I simply love that. That's juicy. I can't wait. But yes, we can, you can always find us, love us, do whatever you want to do with us on our (laughs) official social media pages, uh, the official NACA page, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and always reach us and find us any updates on www.naca.com. You guys have make it a great day. Think it through. There it is. Mask up, mask up, and safety first. (laughs) Happy holidays. See you guys. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Take care. Thanks for listening. NACA's American Dream Program is a production of the Neighborhood Assistance Corporation of America, a national nonprofit organization fighting for economic justice through affordable homeownership and community advocacy. To learn more about NACA and our advocacy efforts, careers, NACA's Best in America Mortgage, or to join a NACA in your community, visit us at NACA.com. Do you want to make a difference in your community and help build a stronger neighborhood? Become an active force locally as an activist. Create long-lasting changes in your community with the full support of NACA, one of the largest national nonprofit organizations fighting for economic justice. NACA's success is based on the active participation of over 2 million members advocating for affordable homeownership and economic justice. To learn more about NACA and how you can join a NACA to fight for economic justice in your neighborhood, visit NACA.com today. Do you want to know why NACA is the best mortgage in America? Let's hear why from NACA homeowners themselves. My name is Alicia Ford. Um, I purchased my home with NACA about a year and a half ago. I highly recommend it and it gives everybody a fighting chance at owning an affordable home with a mortgage that you can afford without some of the crazy lending practices that we know that are out there. 
To find out how NACA can make your dream of owning your home a reality, visit us at NACA.com. Are you tired of paying astronomical prices in rent? Do you think owning your own home is an impossible dream because you can't afford a down payment or have a bad credit score? Welcome to NACA. We're revolutionizing mortgage lending with the best in America mortgage. No down payment, no closing costs or fees, no PMI, no consideration of your credit score, and at a below market fixed rate. For more than 30 years, NACA has been in the forefront stabilizing communities through affordable home ownership for low to moderate income working people. To find out more information about NACA, visit us at NACA.com. That's NACA.com. Do you want to know why NACA is the best mortgage in America? Let's hear why from NACA homeowners themselves. My name is Barbara Milan. I bought my forever home. I'm not planning on moving again. And it's all because of NACA. I wouldn't have been able to afford the home that I'm living in um, without the NACA program. To find out how NACA can make your dream of owning your home a reality, visit us at NACA.com.